so I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I like I listen to this one podcast um, a lot called Rogue Ways, um, and it's uh, the girl, the host. Um, she's just this really cool chick that like the first time I ever heard her talking, I just for some reason I felt like super. I was like, I like this girl, and she's and. I don't know. I was just like, she's got, she's cool. And, um, then I found out she has chickens and I was like, okay, maybe <laughs> oh, we're similar. Well, the deal. Maybe we're similar. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, rogue ways is a, it's a spiritual podcast. And it's a podcast just about everything you can think of, like in this in spirituality, like not, nece- not like Christian necessarily. It can be. Um, but it, it's more so like, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, like, does it talk about she like if you want to listen to a girl talk for an hour about the healing power of like crystals, like this is your podcast. If you want to talk to somebody about like uh, ghosts, this is your podcast. Like she's just very like it's just anything. It's like paranormal spirituality. Like it's just like it's a cool like anything you can't see. Yeah, exactly. So um, she has she had a guest on her show the other day named Catherine O'Shea, who um, is a pet communicator. So, okay. Last night, this went a whole nother direction that I was anticipating, but okay, I'm rolling. Let's do this. (laughs) So last night, I actually was on a Zoom class with Catherine O'Shea to learn how to communicate with my pets and to receive messages from my Did you pets. and Laza like have a seance or something? We didn't have a seance. Don't say that. <laughs> okay. I'm well, not about that. I don't I'm know not about no, asking, I know, I'm but... not asking nobody to come into this room with me. <laughs> oh my God. Were you like asking Liza to communicate with her past dog lives? Like so so this cat so I don't know how I feel personally feel about past lives, but like this pet communicator definitely feels very strongly about past lives. Okay. Um she says that Liza has been with me for like a whole lifetime. And she says that she's like that she calls me her sister. So like a lot of the the other people who are on there, like their animals refer to them as like their their parents. And she was like, but Liza's calling you her sister and like her friend. I was like, well, we were like basically college roommates and, you know, and then and then she's been with me through every major milestone in my life. And she's like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like she's been through an entire lifetime with you. But she did say a couple things that I was just like, what? And of course, I was like bawling like a lot of the time. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's what. So, yeah, that's just what I wanted to let you know, Brittany, is that I uh, received messages from Liza last night from your dog. Mm-hmm. That is pretty awesome because that's what, 15 years? How, how No, 10 years. How long have y'all been together? 11. 11 years. Uh-huh. Well, I when my dog died. In 2011, he had been with me 11 years, and I still am not over it, and it's been almost 10 years, and I have never had another animal because I bonded so much with him that when he passed, I just felt like I could never have that relationship again with another animal. So I think I'm about to the point where I'm willing to, like, go out on a limb again and bond Mm -hmm. again with an animal, but it took me 10 years to get over him. (laughs) So I just, you know, don't know that I could ever have a relationship like that again, but I want to, I want to connect with an animal like that on a spiritual level again. Mm -hmm. That's so cool though, that you and Liza have that connection because I know that she's your spirit animal. Yeah. And that's so much more than just being like spirit animal. That you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, and I don't know if this, if I just like provided her, 
too much information or something and she like fed off of that or whatever but again there were a couple things that she said that i was like okay i definitely didn't tell you that did not tell you that um so it was very cool and i think even so one of the messages that she asked that one of the things that she asked me pertaining to liza pertain to liza but it also like after i was thinking about it later i was like i think she was talking about our cats actually like i think our cat i think like one of our cats came through (laughs) she says that happens she's like sometimes if something doesn't make sense to you it might not be coming from that particular animal okay so what did the cat say so she asked me she said i mean and i'm gonna be honest like was it the cat that you just neutered no no okay because that was probably a traumatic message yeah so. no it wasn't that okay. but she asked me she said do you she said does your um she's like i'm seeing i keep seeing like overeating and like like to the point of sick being getting sick i keep seeing overeating but i'm so focused on liza and i'm like Liza's actually just like a light very light dainty nibbler like she doesn't really she's not that dog like i'll put food in her bowl and it slowly goes away throughout the day so like she's not that dog that just goes and like engulfs it and then but then i was like oh but she over drinks because that's one of her messages is like one of the things she says is is you know maybe i'm the way i'm saying it is the way that your animal is saying it so sometimes you have to kind of translate it a little bit like i might see overeating but it could be over drinking very well i was like yeah she like literally will gulp down water and immediately throw it up and Hmm. she's like yeah maybe she's like she that brings her discomfort um so maybe give her like there's a they make these water bowls you know that have like a little tiny hole that she can like lick it and get water from but she's not like sucking up this water and so of course i'm like okay let me order that on amazon right now <laughs> um but then later i was thinking about it and i was like oh my god she's totally channeling josie or and or nora those cats puke they eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and they puke in our house every freaking day because of how much they eat that's Duh. who they were talking about so maybe Duh. so did Kath, Catherine, is that right uh-huh. did Catherine give you like a solution that you just didn't realize was about josie and you were like oh my gosh later on she was like they overeat because of x y and z well she did give she gave me a solution in the same way that she gave liza a solution for her drinking they make animal feed they make cat feeders that disperse that it disperse it in very small amounts mm. over time so that they can't just go to the food bowl and eat and eat and eat and eat. And eat. Did you order that on Amazon? No, I need to. Though. Okay, well, that sounds like it's really important because I, I feel a lot of anger in that over puking uh, comment that you made a few minutes ago. Yeah, it pisses me off every single day. I can tell. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, why are, why, why, why? what I, are you trying to tell me? It. Oh, step yeah. In it mm-hmm. All the time. Like, Talk about a way to start your morning. It's just negativity. I mean, like, yeah, that is putting, it gives me a lot of negative, um, animosity, like towards my animals, like towards the cats. Like it makes me like, I've said on numerous times, I'm never having another inside cat. I'm never having another inside cat. 
my cats don't want me to feel that way. No, they, they can't want control to be. that they're overeating and they're trying to send me a message to help them stop. Well, and so now you've gotten this recommendation for a tool that can help you help them not mm-hmm. overeat so that you have positive energy and, and not, not negative. Yeah, because I want to revisit this conversation in a future podcast and see <laughs> if her energy has changed yeah. towards these puking cats. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down. Chris, go ahead and just start Googling no, some, 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 some feeders and um, yeah, let's that'd be super cool to revisit. But anyway, so maybe we should, um, you know, maybe, so do you maybe think- Liza will send me a message and tell me how to how to be a better sister, sell more real estate. Yeah, well, that's what I was sister. curious though. It's like you know how I wonder if we could have like one of those um, things that whatever you guys did, I guess, where you do it with animals. And I wonder if like people can you know walk into an old home and tell you what happened in that home or tell you like I'm spiritually because sure. I know that I've walked into homes before and felt something like weird or different. And so I think it'd be cool if we ever found like an old home in the Shreveport Highland area. And just be like, look, what's what happened here? Like if we could find somebody that could, you know, if these walls could talk like these Mm -hmm. animals are talking to you. Yeah. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Absolutely. It would be super cool. Um you know, if a house has weird vibes, it makes it really hard to sell. Yep. So but I mean, that. sometimes it has cool vibes, too. I mean, I've walked into houses before where I felt like an extreme peace yeah. or like a very comfortable feeling or like it's super hot. But I walk in and I feel cool and like just kind of tingly. So I've had good positive vibes, too. You know, not all negative. More so yeah. I've had like more weird. Than, like I need to get out of this yes, house. I I've, can't get I've out had, of it I've fast had enough. I've had that a few times. Yeah. I know you have, too. But I'm, I don't know. Just relating back to the whole spiritual thing about how you know there's just so many things that you can't see Mm -hmm. and I think it's really cool to like explore that because I do believe that you know there's something else it's not just what we see obviously there's Mm -hmm. there's other things happening and so I think it's really cool I really want to know what Catherine thinks about Black Betty I know well so (laughs) and maybe strut and so many freaking chickens and I literally told her last night I was like I feel like I'm gonna go to I feel like I'm gonna go to a class and try to channel like each individual chicken because some of my chickens like are really scared of me some really never seen one be scared of you I mean like when I say they're scared of me I don't mean that they like run from me I mean that like they'll come to me when I'm feeding them and stuff but if I try to like pick them up or something like that they're very much like no, they no, they're not into that. <laughs> don't pick me up. Like I have to pick up one of my chickens. Um, has was attacked by a fox. Like mm. she's one of the survivors. Um, Hashtag survivor. Yeah. So she was. Some of my chickens weren't harmed at all in the process, but like the fox successfully killed three, and she was on. She was going to be number four, but my freaking dog. Woke us up at three o'clock in the morning. Lazas, our hero, berserk, going berserk, telling us there's a problem. And um, I, so I was able to. That one survived. The fox was gone out of my yard before, but the fox did injure her um, and like ripped out a bunch of her feathers. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought they were going to come back, and they still might. But it's been quite a while, and they haven't. So she, her feathers are if they're out they basically just look like bones like they she has some on the top but they they look it's like the part of the feather like if you're looking at a feather the white part in the center where all right, the things come right. off of that's what it is okay and so sh- she can't fly like the other chickens can so she can't get on the roost bar mm-hmm. 
at night to go to sleep. So every night she comes and she sits on the windowsill, like right. That's where she can get to. She walks up the stairs and then walks to the windowsill and sits there. And and then you take her down to the I roof take her bar. down to the roof bar. Oh, bless it. But every night I take her, I pick her up, and she's like. In her mind, she's definitely going to die. Like, in her mind, I'm the predator. I'm about to really harm her. She does not want anything to do with me. So it's like, at what point is she going to learn that I'm picking her up and taking her to the same place? Every I mean, do chickens have memory? It's a good question. I don't think they do. Okay. Just curious. But, I mean, I think they I think they have a soul in some, some form or fashion. I mean, they're so cool. I think every animal has cool. a soul. Yeah, I think everything's got a soul to an I extent. Too. Like, like, I'm convinced that, like, if if animals aren't in heaven, I'm not sure that that's where I need to be. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, exactly. They need to be there. <laughs> like, I mean, you think about, you know, the the, the, the biblical uh, visual of Eden, and it was, like, animals everywhere. Yeah. Animals, animals, animals. Yeah. The lion laying with the lamb. Yeah. Like, animals living in harmony. I'm here and, for like, it. That's, that's the vibe that I love when I'm in my backyard is, like... I'm sitting out here and like my garden of eating my cat. Exactly. Both my cat, my outside cats, my dog and my chickens. Like we're all out here and me chilling together. And like, nobody is trying to like kill each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, your uh, Herculean uh, squirrels tried to kill me earlier. (laughs) Just (laughs) FYI. It's very peaceful out there. I do think that there are, I do think there is something to be said about your, your conversation with Catherine and what happened with Liza. And just, I think it's, I mean, was there anything else that she like kind of enlightened you on that maybe you Um, were with your relationship with Liza? Mm -hmm. So she's said before in, in another podcast and she reiterated it again last night, like dogs were bred and created to like do a job. So like, for example, like weenie dogs, they're weenie dogs were hunting dogs. They could go inside, they could dig holes and go underground and get out rabbits. And like, even though they're a toy breed now, they were hunting dogs. You know, you've got all different types of hunting dogs. You've got cocker spaniels, sw- swimming right? dogs. And yeah. I mean, dogs were bred sled dogs. Yeah. Um, retrievers. Yeah. Like dogs were bred over hundreds and hundreds of hundreds and probably thousands of years to to perform a job mm-hmm. and um she's like that's what they want dogs so badly want a job and when they have a job like when you communicate to them through your heart their job and they know that job like nothing makes them happier because all they want to do is please you and um so she said, you know, I think Liza has had so many jobs. She's had so many, so many jobs. And I think because I got emotional t- telling her about like how she's getting older and she's not like she's doing things that are not for herself that right. like she's acting out a little bit. And and my brain automatically tells me, oh, she's just getting older. She's just senile and like she's just not herself and blah, 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 which is probably partially true. But Catherine was like she's had so many jobs and she's confused. She doesn't really know her place in the family. Like she once did like she's, you know, she's one day she's like protector of chickens and like next day she, well, her version of protecting looks like eating, but, um, I, I know her heart. I know she would never kill one of my chickens, but, um, she just chases them all around the yard. And in her mind, she's like, 
hurting getting them, them to a safe helping place. Helping them, yeah. Um, so like one day she's protector of chicken. Next day she's protector of Roscoe. Next day she is, you know, you're, she spends the whole day with you for whatever reason, probably when you need it most. Like she just needs some affirmation of like her position and that like she's still important to you. And of course I'm like... <laughs> Um, that would make me like bawling. Bawl. You know? I'd be like, Liza, come get in mom's bed right now. You want me to hand feed you, Liza? Okay. Right. You want mama to stroke you? Well, like, she, what I, you need, Liza? She I'm here. told me that. Um, so we, here. we went to like a meditative st- like state or tried to. I'm really bad at meditating, but she like <sighs> your ADD, she baby. was like getting yeah she was like getting us into into where we needed to like be to like spiritually for the experience and like she was kind of walking we were we were picturing ourselves in like a beautiful like field meadow situation with our animals like hanging out with our animals and she was like telling the other two people she's like uh i see she's like Lindsay, your cat is like resting on your stomach like you're laying on the ground and she's like resting on your stomach and she's like uh regan was the other guy in there he's like your dog is just like very stoically walking beside you um almost like holding your hand essentially. And she's like, and Liza's just running circles. Like Liza's just running. And I'm like, that's totally what she would be doing. If we were in a field, she would be absolutely running. She would be running in circles and like exploring. She would not be walking next to me. Um, but then she said when we were all like, she wanted us to all like lay with our animals. And like, she was like, Liza is like, could, if Liza could completely just, be on top of you like she would be <laughs> and i was like she's been sleeping in my bed since she was a puppy and it, you're exactly right if she could sleep on top of me she would like she that. she sleeps in between my legs like or she's the big spooner or the little spoon like she is that's just what she does like she is com- she's like yeah she's just completely like all encompassing all over you um i love that so much and i was like yeah that's right that's exactly right that's so cool. She mentioned that she looks golden in the sunlight. And I was like, oh, my God, I say that all the time. Like when Liza's sitting in the sun, she has a gold outline like around her body. And she was like, oh, she loves the sun. She loves the sun. I was like, yeah, she does. She just rolls around in the grass. Okay, so how did Liza there. become yours? How did you know that Liza was your, your animal? I wanted a puppy in college. I was moved, finally moving out of an apartment into a house and I was going to be alone for a lot of the summer i was staying in natchitoches and doing some summer school stuff and so i was going to eventually have roommates but they weren't going to be there Mm -hmm. and so i was like i'm getting a dog and you can try to tell me different but i'm getting a dog and she's gonna be be my protector while i'm living alone for don't ever tell you no i don't know if you (laughs) (laughs) i mean Um, so i I would say if you're determined to do something it was going to happen yeah um And so I just got on Craigslist and I just started like scrolling and I told myself that I wasn't going to look at any of the photos that I was only going to read the stories and then like decide based on a story whether I was going to click the photo and like see what they looked like. So I came across a post in Sibley, Louisiana, and it was like puppy found puppy found in the woods, like under a shop or whatever. Um, She's in good health now, you know, might have a little bit of fleas, but overall, like, she's healthy, and we just, you know, basically, they just nourished her to, um, back to a a health, and then they were like, okay, well, we don't want to keep this dog, so... 
I was like, that's so weird that, that she was found out there. She obviously had to have been dumped or birthed and then abandoned or whatever, um, which sounds like the case um, in this scenario. But whenever I went to go pick her up, uh, they they told me they elaborated a little bit more on the story. And they actually she was underneath a um she was underneath their shop. So like they lived on several acres and there was a shed out in the middle of the property somewhere that had, that had like equipment and stuff in there so that they wouldn't have to like go all the way back to the house and get stuff if they were like working on the land or whatever. And he was out there and like heard a whimper. And so he like got a flashlight and like shined it under the shed and she was under there. Like, so that also, um, wow. Is a, is a confirmation of my theory that she's like part coyote. Like I think she had some sort of like, I think some sort of wild dog, like bred with some sort of like other roaming domestic dog. Um, she was, when I got her, she was six or seven weeks. Wow. Old. That's amazing. We love you, Liza. She's sitting up here by Ansley right now as we're recording and it's so sweet. She waits for me in the cellar. I love it. Every day. She's your, you're her person. Um, either she waits for me or she knows when I'm about to be there. It's one or the other. I love it. Which is so crazy. That is crazy. She's like mentally like channeling you. She's like, Ansley's about to be home. I need to go to the cellar. (laughs) I love it. Um, get a drink. Yeah. Yeah. If she could, you know, if she could get me a drink, have me a drink waiting, she would. Well, that's why we have your husband. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Because he's, I know he's met you at the door with some tequila on a hard day. Mm-hmm. So, or any day. Yes, he's amazing. Um, We're thankful for him. What you doing over there, Chris? Yeah. Just hanging back, listening. We listening haven't mentioned us. it. I've, I've kept trying to like segue into real estate and then just said, screw it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, here's the thing. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't always have to relate back to that. I mean, we just want you to know that we have info that we can offer to teach you something. But sometimes we're just going to talk about random stuff and you can go for the journey or not. That kind of bring like, that's a good segue. So like, um, so I've been trying to practice humility lately. Great thing and, to practice. Um, one thing about this teacher, Catherine, this pet, pet communicator teacher that I really respect and think is really cool is like, She's get offering these classes and not charging an arm and a leg. Like she is charging because it, she should be. It's for her time. But like, I was fully prepared to pay double. Don't don't charge double, Catherine. <laughs> don't do that. But I was fully prepared to pay double what it cost me to sit in on this two and a half hour class. Wow. And she's doing these classes not to say, "Hey, look at me. Look what I can do. I'm special." It's we're all special. And you can do this too. You don't need me. You just need a little bit of guidance to show you how and some tools to use. And that's why I teach these classes is because I believe that there is such a great benefit to be had um, based on what I know. It's, you know, eventually, you know, as much as I want to connect with you and communicate with you, like ongoing, you're not going to need me. Like the point of these classes so that you can see your inner light and like you can know that as a, as a human, you have these abilities. It's just knowing how to tap into them and how to use them, which I thought was like really cool. And I was like, I really like that about you. Like it's very humble to want to teach people instead of capitalizing and going, I have this thing and I have this ability and like you can only do, you can only communicate your 
with your pet through me. That's not true. Like, no. so that's kind of the, my segue is I feel like through this podcast, I'm hoping that we can um, practice humility. I'm hoping that agents can listen to this and learn something too. Agents can learn something too. There's absolutely real estate, real estate has no ceiling. No, if you get that, how, if you now it is competitive, but like, if I lose out to you on a listing appointment and you end up getting the listing appointment and are getting the listing and I don't, there's going to be another listing. Oh, absolutely. There's a reason. There's a reason again, you know, there's a reason that, that, that you, as a, this listing agent got paired with this listing. Right. And it's probably going to work out. And if it doesn't, then your next listing agent is going to be even better. Right. And you'll eventually land that relationship that you want. And even if you don't ever get to that place and you have a super disappointing experience from start to finish, you're still going to learn things that are going to next time you're going to find, you know, 10 years down the road, you're going to have that good experience that you need. So like, you know, um, we like want I'm to listening to my baby, like graduating <laughs> high school, <laughs> like I'm looking at you feeling like all these emotions, like, gosh, where were we, you know, a few years ago when we started and we would just like have to vent together about this terrible client that just like, you know, used us basically. And I'm just watching your face now, like how it comes full circle and how we both are like, you know what? Now we take it as a lesson. We move forward as always onwards and upwards. And we just, you know, take the experiences that we are given each day and we use them to better ourselves and we move on. And so mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's all roses. I'm not saying that everyone is cut out to be an, a, a realtor or a real estate agent by any means. But if you have the heart and you want to learn, I mean, we want to teach you. Like, yeah. we want to help you. We want you to reach client. all your dreams, you know? I just had a past client text me the other day and I just so happened to be free. So I was like, dude, I'm free right now. Call me asking, picking my brain about being becoming a realtor. I, I get that and every day. I, I have three people right of, now that I'm supposed to call back that are, you I know, think a lot of people are, would, I think a lot of other, a lot of agents would be shocked to hear that we encourage other people. Absolutely. And that we go, yeah, like, look, I'll tell you the bad and I'll tell you the good and you can make a decision for yourself. And, you know, um, if you ever have any questions, if you ever want to know anything, uh, you know, if you, whatever, like just, just, don't hesitate to reach out, you know, and I just so happen to be available right then and there for that person, even if it takes a few days for us to get back with you, like we always will. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I think a lot of agents would probably <laughs> discourage and steer people from doing this um, to, well, just for their own personal benefit of like, we don't need no more agents. There ain't enough to go around. Guess what? There is. There oh, is enough I, to go around. Ainsley, like, I mean, the first year that I was in real estate, I mean, the first probably 20 people that I talked to, you know, I mean, there were some that weren't like that, but a lot of realtors are like, oh, you knew, oh, another agent. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I'm not the best at accents, but I'm just you saying like you sound familiar I, yes well i'm just thinking of a specific agent that ex literally said that to me the first time that i ever called her and i on the other hand when people call me and text me now i'm not going to say that sometimes i don't sit there and think oh i don't know that you're you may not have the right personality for sales but it's not just necessarily real estate it's just that sometimes i may get a vibe like oh i don't know if this is the right field for you but i will never discourage any i mean i have agents call me all the time i have i have people write me on facebook all the time or write me on uh, Instagram and say, hey, 
will you will you talk to us? We are thinking about I'm thinking about becoming a realtor. What steps do I need to take? And I feel like I give them the 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 ins and outs and the nitty gritty and say, hey, make a decision for yourself, because I'm never going to discourage someone if that's their dream. And to me, if we as realtors had that mentality that we can help each other grow and be better and that we're all in this together instead of like being so competitive and cutthroat, um, it would change our industry. And I just feel like if we can if we can do that through this podcast or through our influence on social media or just, you know, however you want to get in touch with us, we would love to impart our knowledge and our wisdom and see if we can help you in some way. I mean, I'm all about that. Not to mention, too, those those rare instances that it doesn't work out with one of us and a client. And but they still do want a, like to, realtor representation, but it's just we're not the right fit for whatever reason. And it, it can be on both ends. Like I have had that conversation with a client of I'm so sorry, but I, I, I can't. I don't think that I'm the agent that you need. Right. But there in, in those instances, we want to be able to pass them along to somebody. A hundred percent. We want to be able to say, well, what kind of agent are you looking for? And let's see if maybe I can find and not even for a referral, not even no, for just to make reason. sure that you have a good experience because like in general, that's who we are as people. We want to make sure that you're taken care of and that you're happy and that you feel comfortable. I mean, I've had sellers before that I've literally called and said, Hey, I, I think I'm not the right fit. And they've been like, yeah, that's cool. Who should we talk to? You know, and I'm, I'm happy to do that. There's been many people that I've referred. Um, I mean, Annalisa has, mm-hmm. has given me a couple of clients before. That she thought, you know, hey, I think this would be a better fit for you and vice versa. So I feel like if we foster that sort of environment in our community of realtors, we're going to achieve a lot more. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want, if you are listening to this and you're an agent um, and you want to just shoot us an email at sellitsisterpodcast.com and just tell us like, hey, I would like to be in your, like, I would like to be in your community of agents and I would like you to know that I will always accept a referral and work my butt off or whatever the case may be. Like, let's build that community. Let's build that, that partnership of people that we can trust to take care of our people, you know, and maybe yeah. you're not local. Maybe you're in Alexandria. Maybe you're in Baton Rouge. Maybe you're in New Orleans. Shoot us an email and say, Hey, look, if you ever have anybody relocating to this, maybe not even Louisiana, anywhere, yeah, anywhere, US, anywhere, in the agent, anywhere in the United States. And you want to us to know what area you service. Like I will keep a list. We will. We will, will keep, keep a list. spreadsheet. And every time that we have somebody that reaches out to us for a referral, if we trust you, we're now we will vet you. So don't just think that you can, <laughs> sorry, don't think that you can just send us an email and be like, hi, my name's Shirley and I want to be a realtor. Refer all your clients to me because Shirley, I'm going to be stalking your ass. Okay. I'm going to make sure that you took care of your clients. I'm going to make sure that you have good reviews. I'm going to call around about you because I'm not going to just let, you know, I mean, not that Shirley, I'm sure you're great. I'm sure sell it. Shirley, it's awesome. But I'm just telling you that we will vet you. (laughs) I'm just saying. But I do think that we are here for it in the term or in the sense of we want to impart knowledge, just like Catherine did for you, Ansley, with Liza. Like we basically it's like here for this small amount, you can learn how to do this on your own. And I'm not saying that we're charging. I'm just saying that we are here to make the process better for every we're here to educate. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is the difference is the Ansley started out with lessons of humility that she's trying to be humble and in that we've learned that you know some of the best ways to to do that is a we don't know everything but if we know something and we can save you from something 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about it. Oh my gosh, this makes me think of a funny story that happened yesterday. Uh, I well, mean, not yesterday. I don't remember what it was, but this is a really good example. Of okay, that. I need to hear it. Um, and just kind of like. Yeah. So, uh, remember that agent called you. So an agent called Brittany about getting access to one of our listings. That listing uh, is a listing on River Road, just to be able to be specific about it. So it was a listing that we have on River Road and she calls Brittany to get access to the listing. And Brittany's like, Hey, this, this agent can't get into River Road, can't get in River Road. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know there was a showing. And I'm like panicking. And I call this woman and she's like, Hey girl. She's like, I cannot for the life of me get this key to work in this door. And I'm like, I, well, that's really weird because it should, but you know, you can use it on the back door and like no one's ever had problems with it before, but like try the back door. It's all the same lock, you know? So she's like, I can't get to the back door. The gate, the gate's locked. And I'm like, there's no gate. There is a gate, but it's four feet tall chain link. (laughs) And it definitely is not locked. So, so she, I was like, I don't think you're at our listing. And <laughs> you're was, in a different house. And she was like, she's like, I am on that River Road. And I was like, are you at 2002 River Road? And she was like, no, I'm at, she's like, I'm at whatever the house number was. River it Road. helps so much, y'all, if you have the key to the right house. Like, and, it's a game changer. Yeah, game changer. <laughs> um, and I was like, I was like, oh, I said, you know what, though? I showed that house yesterday to some clients, that one that you're at, and I can tell you how to get into this door. See? And she was like, hey, she was like, really? Can you really? And I was like, yeah. And so I talked her through because it was this really cool old mid-century modern door. And I myself had trouble with it, but I figured it out. And so I was able to talk her through it and got her in. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you so much, girl. Like. My point in telling this story is I didn't have to do that. No, you could have been like, and you know what? There's a lot of agents when I started in real estate, Ansley, that literally would have been like, figure it out yourself. I mean, I literally had an agent. You're not at my listing. Wish I could help. Bye. Yeah. But but you didn't do that. I was just there and I knew that the door was tricky and I was like, you know, might as well take the time to spread that knowledge and and be like, hey, girl, I I was there. Let me help you. And and she didn't look like a fool in front of her client even more. You saved her from that embarrassment because from that embarrassment of saying I called the wrong agent. Like, well, and standing there trying to get the wrong key in the wrong door. I mean, you know, like you, that is already hard enough. I mean, we get, we get for clamped, right? When we're sitting there and we're like, you know, they're sitting there waiting and they're so excited to see the house and you can't get in the door and you're just like so embarrassed because like the super doesn't work or the combo's wrong. And you're like, I promise y'all, I know what I'm doing. I promise I know how to open a door. I've got four degrees. I promise. Like, and they're sitting there like, come on, Mm -hmm. girl, what's wrong? So, I mean, the fact that you helped her and said, you didn't have to do that. You know, I just think it's all, it's amazing when you go out out of your way like go out of your way like yeah do the the thing do the thing that's that's, hard do the thing that's hard do the thing that's uncomfortable do the thing when you're in the grocery store and you see somebody struggling to get an item off a top shelf and you know you can reach it take that take 30 seconds and go down that aisle and help that person like it's amazing what you put out into the world and what you get back when you start to do the hard things, when you start to go out of your way, like go out of your way. I explained to Edward Griffith, the home inspector the other day, I was trying to schedule him and he was like, I'm going on vacation, really nervous about it. And like, I literally did a screen recording on my phone. I was like, do you know how to set an away message on your phone? I did a screen recording on my phone. I uh, showed him how to do like, basically an out of the office text uh, automatic test which you've shown me how to do before yeah because he was so 
like concerned you know about this vacation and about losing money and about people being upset with him and i was like so i like i even told him what to write i like typed up a paragraph and he was like that's amazing like and so anyway of course i checked in with him afterward i was like edward i'm like did you use the away message he's like i did he's like it was amazing so it's like just go out of your way like i didn't have to have that conversation with him Mm -mm. i did not have it didn't benefit you financially in any way my horn i'm just like I'm just trying to put out that message of go out of your way. I'll toot it for you. Take your grocery cart back. Put it on the freaking grocery cart rack or take it inside, people. Preach. Guess Preach. What? Preach. There's a special place in hell for the people who don't return their freaking carts. Mm-hmm. I you hear that, mom? Oh, I think so. I think we just had a shout out up here. Like, is there somebody that's passionate about this? Let me say right now. Okay, mom. Hey, I, mom, my mom, this is Brittany Dawkins. Thank you so much for always returning the cart. I, the other day, I, my mom and I went grocery shopping and I was behind her for like, I was coming out late to the cart and she like pushes her cart to the side and I go, uh-uh. are you about to leave that cart right there? And she was like, what? And I was like, Oh no, she goes, there's not a, there's not a place out here. It was at Brookshire's because there's not a rack at Brookshire's. So if you don't take it back into the store, you have no choice. You can't push it into the thing. So I was like, mother, absolutely not. And so I take it inside and I come back and get in the car and I'm like, just quiet. And she's like, are you mad at me? She's like, you're so quiet. And I was like, just kind of in shock. Like, like I didn't know you were that I person. Just learned a thing about you that I would have never expected, and that is that you are not a, sh- a cart returner. Mm-hmm. And my mother lot. is the most giving, I know, helpful person. She's like, Ansley, are you serious? I was like, I mean, kind of, yeah. Like I'm, I'm giving you a hard time about it, but like, kind of, yeah. Like I kind of am serious. Like I just feel like that's a super entitled thing to do. And she was like, Ansley. I mean, I do, I do it sometimes, like I don't every single time. And I was like, look, mom, I said, look, I'm going to say a prayer for you real quick. I mean, I'm not judging you, but I kind of am. I said, it's, (laughs) I said, mom, it's never too late to change. Yeah, that's right. It's never too late to change. That was the lesson of the day. Oh, you're being ridiculous. And then we were like at the house of my family. My sisters walked in. I was like, guys, I learned something about our mother today. I learned something about mom today. I loud capped her in front of the whole family. Megan was like, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel was like, mom. Oh my gosh. We love you, Mrs. Hughes. Return your car. Yeah, my mom is literally the best. She is an angel on this earth. She is. And And she's an even better angel now because she returns her car. Yeah, now because I'm... Because mm-hmm. I spoke up about it, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that woman will never leave another cart, either not in a cart slot yep. or bring it back inside. Yep. Now she has her wings. <laughs> and every time a, a person returns the cart to the cart rack, an Jesus angel gets like, their wings. <laughs> God's like, I almost made her perfect. She was missing but that one. Yes. I mean, she was missing. She's like, like that little one element right now. She's missing that one thing. And now she's got, now she, there's her ticket. There's I her ticket it. to the pearly gates. She's I love now it. She's a cart returner. I mean, the, the thing is, like, it's just about, it's just about sharing. It's about making everybody better. It's about helping others achieve their dreams, their goals. Like, let's all do it together. We can do that. And I think that's a part of what Ainsley's talking about is just it, you, when you go that extra mile and you help somebody, it comes back to you tenfold and it's so worth it. It is so worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And then you'll start to, yeah, you'll start to notice people going out of their way for you. That's right. Um, which is really nice. Um, always really nice when that happens. Um, so yeah, I, how long have we been talking? 
<gasps> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, and I have to go get my child in 10 minutes, which gives me like... Perfect. So much joy. La, 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 um, la, la, la. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to Sell It Sister. Like, we are seriously so excited about this. And we hope so that grateful. this, like, 40 to 40 minutes to an hour episode, any of our episodes, we hope that they put smiles on your faces and just give you give you just some positivity positivity going forward because as much as this podcast is about real estate it's so much more than that to Brittany and i it's our therapy it's our it's 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 about human together connection Mm -hmm. you know it's about connecting to others and we're all in this together and we don't know why we're here and you know what to me it's like we can bond together this way i mean we want to hear from you guys we want to know about you about your lives get with us on all of our platforms absolutely at the end of each episode by the way we're about to play our little recording that tells you how to get in touch with us um but yeah reach out reach out we're here man we'd love to hear from you we love you guys (laughs) 